0: Yes. yes, welcome to another edition of the Chirp Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, and welcome to episode number 104. That's right, 104, episode 104. I'm so, so happy to have you here. And before, I, for, before we get into it, I'm going to send out a couple of thank yous. I looked at um, the downloads and the numbers and we we have a couple of countries and I just want to thank you Slovakia Slovakia India South Africa United Kingdom Canada and The Netherlands Would you believe that? Thank you so So much for tuning in And those of you who are all Over the globe And in the United States of America It's too many states to name Too many Cities to name I just want to say Thank you Thank you for tuning in Thank you for being part of this process. Thank you for um, spending a moment of your day with me on the Church Sound Podcast. I'm super, super excited. We have a great show in store for you guys. Uh, It's kind of a three-headed monster. Kind of a three-headed monster. Episode 104 looks at church, pl- church planting from three different perspectives. We're gonna look at it from the pastor's perspective and what goes into church planting, people, technology, um, pledging. We're gonna look at it from a woman's perspective from being the wife of a husband who is church planting, who's also dealing with several different church plants, from a Caucasian church to a predominantly African American church. And what are those differences? I found I found that very, very interesting. And lastly, from a urban perspective, and the three guests the three guests are amazing. Our first guest is Mr. Stephen Summers. Our second guest is the lovely Jacqueline Taylor. And our last guest is the illustrious Moses David. Now, you may say that, that that's a handful. And and how 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 are you gonna pull this off, brother? With the, with, the, with, the, with the technology, yeah, we can do anything. Oh, Almost anything. We can't make water, but, can, <laughs> but we can do almost anything. I want to thank our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, Hottest Podcast Studio in New York City. If you happen to be in the New York City area and need a great place to record your podcast, produce your podcast, they have a great, great facility. If you want to On multiple platforms If you want to have post-production On pre-production They can offer you all of those services At metropodcaststudio.com Hit them up metropodcaststudio.com For all of your podcasting needs But before we get to our topic You know what we do You know what we do And we got a special guest today Special guest today. He's an old favorite.
1: Okay, class, time. School. Time for Sunday school. Can we go, can you go? Can he go
0: back out. in the time Get bubble? Out.
1: Come on. Stop. Not-
0: Check this out. Y'all yeah, Bro- boy, you boy brought me back. Y'all boy brought me back. Huh? Uh-huh. Brought, that's me that's back. brought me back, <laughs> boy. Yes, Pastor Brown. Yes, Brown. Yes, sir. Pastor Brown. Caleb, Pastor Caleb. What's going on, brother? God bless your heart, boy. God bless Thank your sir. heart. May the Thank Lord reach down to your soul and it touch you deep yes, down sir. in Thank there. Thank you, sir. Put I the felt deep that. finger, like all in, the <laughs> in there. Put the finger, because if God put your put a finger on you, man, as it's like an elephant touch you. That's, That's right. Oh, shana na 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 Lord have mercy. Shana na 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 na. Shana na na <laughs> na na na. Oh, shana na na <laughs> na. Oh, shut up. I ain't talking. I don't know what that is. That sound like a song from the 50s when I was a young boy. Spry. Spry young fella. Spry. Mm. Spry young fella. What what we doing today there, killer? Sir, you are controlling the microphone for Sunday. Class is time. Sunday school. It's every It got me back for the school. Come on, man. It got me back for the school. If you're going to pick this one right here. You're gonna pick right, right, that, right. okay? And um, so I've got I've got three topics. Like, oh, we're gonna, go. gonna, go. gonna go. All right. Topic number one. uh uh-huh. Communion ain't never been the same.
2: Hmm.
0: Communion, communion. Communion ain't okay. never been the same. All right, all right. Okay, topic uh, the shop number two is Okay, okay. It takes a village. <laughs> take, a they take a village, boy. Okay. you bad behind kids right now. They don't got no village. Ah, no sense at all. They don't got no village. They got isolation. And then number three... Uh-huh. Number three is... Which is what you need to do every now and then. You need to whip some behind, but you got to call time out sometime. was so it called time out? Call timeout. So timeout. communion ain't never been the same. It's never been the same. They take a village... And get some time. You got a You, know, you got a cold time out there, boy. Cold time a cold time. Out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Communion ain't never been the same. Communion. You got your crackers and your wine. Hold <laughs> I got my wine, boy. Yeah, it <laughs> is. My salsbury. I got my salsbury. Yeah, my salt. My, my saltine cracker. But go get communion, boy. <laughs> take it, <make> it back <laughs> to the head. Doing the I to Take means- it to the head. The blood, yo, it. that's the blood. It, it, the blood, the blood of the light ain't, ain't, no, ain't, ain't no hangover after that. I don't Come know on. about that, boy. I don't know what kind of great you got. Babe, <laughs> like I'm talking about more well. here. Okay, <laughs> this right here, this happened long, long time ago, long time ago, long time ago. Okay, okay, the church. The church I used to attend, they used to have communion. Well, old mm-hmm. churches should have communion, but they used to have communion in a very, very, very special way. Okay. I thought it was, I think it started back in the olden time, but they, they, they used to do this thing, mm-hmm. you know, what Jesus did. <laughs> okay. My Lord and Savior, he took his disciples and he sat them down one time by the creek. I think that's what they called it back then mm-hmm. and he's he, in the in the good Mary Mary did with Jesus he washed her, his foot with her hair yeah 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 you know his feet he you know your hair so with this this church here what they would do well okay they had a service you know you're praying you're shouting Give, you, give Lord the mm-hmm. bread. Yeah, yeah. And in the middle, after before, the, before they preach the word, they say, okay, we're going to take communion. Mm. And they pass around the grape juice, not the wine, the grape juice and the, okay, okay. the, the falafel bread. I don't know what they call that mess. It but just, <laughs> just dry. Just, just dry. They don't no, no have no kick to it or nothing like that. Sure, sure. And then after that, you know, after a while, I see people kind of leaving. And people kind of leaving and going, and I was like, what's going on? And I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. You know, this is my sure. first time here. And they said, OK, we're going to go in the back. We're going to do what Jesus did. What Jesus okay. did? So okay. They going to crucify me? What in the world going on? <laughs> Are they going to stretch me wide and hang me dry and bleed me out? I was like, oh, no, nah, I ain't going back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mama ain't ready no food. You ain't about to nail me nowhere. Nah, nah, said, no, 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 sir. No, sir, no, sir. They're gonna do what Jesus did for the disciples. Okay. Do for the disciples. Okay. I said, okay. I am a disciple of the Lord and Savior. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I went back there. They said, well, sit right here. I don't sit right right there and they start taking off their shoes and foots and socks and everything.
2: People had a had a basin.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Put your foots in that thing and they wash your foot. Now listen here. I ain't letting no man, like, touch my foot, boy. <laughs> you know what know I'm what saying? saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know, you're nah, saying? nah, nah. I don't know where you been, boy. I don't know you like that. Matter of fact, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? This is my I, it, first yeah. time here. Ha, 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 have You going to have me tickling my foot. <laughs> tickling, tickling my foot. <laughs> Talk about this is what Jesus. This is what Jesus did for the disciples. Oh, God. One of them boys. He ain't get the memo. Uh-huh. He took off them sock bar. Oh Jesus. Oh. Jesus was. Alright, now Lord. First of all, his foot was all like, you know. Oh man. On top of each other. I could tell he but the old there. The <laughs> old dare was old. Dell. <laughs> You know, you know when you cut an onion and your eyes be uh-huh. watering. <laughs> yeah, you start to cry. Lord <laughs> Jesus, I said, who the let? Who back here cooking onions? Because <laughs> it smelled like it, it was like onions oh, and man. toe jam, and oh, and man. I can't say what the other thing smelled like. But it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, behind you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It smelled <laughs> like toe jam what's behind you. Yeah. <laughs> God <laughs> just call it excrement. Excrement. Ah! <laughs> boy, ain't nobody want to touch that boy's feet. Everybody, he said he's going to wash my feet? I you know, ain't nobody want to wash my what mm, so they did? They handed that boy the rag and the soap and water. They ain't oh, put they like soap it. and water no time through this whole time. This time, they said they going to get that ivory and some Clorox. Set that <laughs> thing and then let that feel marinate. Cause you just, Man, I think we bubbling. They put some peroxide <laughs> in that thing. I think but your jumps are bubbling. But that's what I say, boy. Communion. Wow. He never been the same. He never been the same. <laughs> he never been the same. Every time I seen him, he, every time I seen the boy, I just uh-huh. I can imagine how his foots were smelling. Did you Did you ever have flashbacks? I did. Every time I seen him, every I just want to punch him, him. him. I just want to. I could karate Maybe you, maybe got a miracle like that day. Did you, you wash? Know, come on, did you wash? Did you wash? <laughs> I said, <laughs> Did you wash? <laughs> Clean, <laughs> soap, <laughs> lathering <laughs> Long, long. Come on, now, that's Come what on. I wanted to say to that boy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So every year, punch him in the throat. Anyway, punch him in the <laughs> cut him, cut him, cut him in the <laughs> cut him in our <laughs> throat. <laughs> Cut them to the white meat like bir to it. the white meat you know it's funny though because I remember my mom always telling me when i was growing up she mm-hmm. said you know, son? i remember one day i got up and just kind of threw my underclothes on and everything and she said ah uh-uh, there's a hole in your underwear mm. she said, you don't know what's gonna happen today so see that brother he went to he went to he went for communion but he wasn't ready he wasn't ready. I know this listen, is listen, the bad ready. thing about it. I know I'm going to get off out of here because y'all uh-huh. people are going to be sick of me. Uh, y'all might not bring me back. Nah, we'll always read back. He was a member. He knew what the heck was going on. I'm out of here. He knew what the heck was going on. He was a member. He was oh, signed. Was the, he was in the book unless he, yes, he was. <laughs> he was in the book. He was wow. in the book. They called wow. him Brother Deacon something.
2: Wow. Yes, well,
0: um, you know, I didn't know. Him. He knew. You didn't know, but he knew. That's I didn't right. know. That's so right. So that's why I'm, he knew. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. He doesn't care how his foot was going to me. Exactly. He ain't care. He ain't uh-huh. care no clay. He ain't uh-huh. care about nobody. There. OK. Oh. oh, you're giving me flashbacks now. OK. Oh, anyway, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, rest your hand upon me, boy. Stretch your hand. Let's go. <laughs> Stretch your hand. Let's go. <laughs> Stretch your hand. Mm. All right, bro. That's I right, Sunday school. That's awesome. I Thank you, you for sharing that. That was great. He said I took. That was you. great. All right. Too Woo! We will see you soon. You gonna bring me back, boy? We gonna bring you back. Watch Absolutely. out now. All right now. Watch! Uh, nah, 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 nah. okay. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, Pastor Brown. It's not Pastor. It's Pastor Brown. Passive Brown is a complete trip. So, are you ready? Let's get right into it. Let's check out Stephen Summers as he, as he, as he talks about church planting from a pastor's perspective when I do church plant. Here we go.
3: For me, it was in that corporate people literally say, well, do you have a church? Or where do you go to church? Mm-hmm. Church. If you had a church, we would come, you know, you start to hear those things, but what goes to your mind is, right. okay, well, what does it take to get this started? And if I did this, what part would you play in helping getting it off the ground? So you've got to have a committed support group and you just can't be afraid to ask people for help. Right. So, um, and within that committed support group, obviously finances come along with that. You've got individuals that need to pledge, you know, dollars to the cause. But more importantly, time. So that's what I mean by committed. It has to be a committed support group and just a network of individuals that see your vision um, and ultimately it's God's vision, but see the vision that you have for that particular ministry. Whatever the core purpose of that ministry is, uh, they've got to be committed to it. Um, So prayer, committed support group. And the last one, so not spiritual at all, thick skin. Yeah, yeah thick skin yeah. because yeah. um especially in the south uh planting a church mm-hmm. that was a no no it, it it's like what is that so when when i first told people i was going into church planting they thought i kept saying church planting like, what are you going oh, to plant? Oh. <laughs> you plan a Sunday program. I'm like, what do you plant? I'm like, no, church plant. Like, what do you mean? What is a church plant? Like, what is this? Is it a flower? It's really, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it a bouquet? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, no concept of what that was, at least in my experience here in, in, in the South. And most of the individuals right. I ran into that planted churches came not Or the they were coming from other places, but being from here, growing up in a Baptist network and then serving as a youth minister and you know, mm-hmm. minister of evangelism in an Amy's iron church, you know, and that's all structured, very structured and ha- has a method to it. So explaining that to them, they are looking at you like, has the devil warped your mind? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what what is this right, church? Right, 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 right. They view that as, as, as you're in rebellion to a denomination. Right, so you mean you're not going to be Baptist, you're not going to be Methodist, you're not going to be Presbyterian or Lutheran. So, are you even a church? Are you even saved? Like that's right. what it was viewed as down here. So, you got to have really thick skin depending on where you are, and just know that God has called you. That, as my grandma would say, you got to know that you know that you know. Right, that's right, that's right. And you know, you've got that that tug and that pull. Um, but yeah, thick skin, man. Because I had a lot of people uh, say that this was not going to work or you don't know what you're doing, which was true. I do not know what I was doing. Um, (laughs) it's not going to work in the South. And it's, and again, almost just like the parallel with the Christian hip hop music, hearing people say that's not going to work. That's not godly. It was the same things. Not only that leading by example in that area, but then it was also when it came to time to clean the church, it's Saturday and it's time Mm -hmm. to make sure the church is clean. Bathrooms are clean. My wife and my kids and I, we were in there cleaning the church. So what they saw was what I saw my dad do. Like I saw my dad have this crazy work ethic and he was always helping, always working. He never would ask anyone to do something that he wouldn't do himself. Eh, And so that's the example of leadership that I saw. And from a biblical standpoint, I was willing to sacrifice my time. I realized that I had to scrub the toilets and kind of lead by example in order to get other people to do it. And so, so team building for me meant you know that whole model of kind of kind of laying down your life, so to speak, or laying down your time. So we built the team by being intentional. It was a word we always used. So we said we have to be intentional about building our relationships. So mm-hmm. we would we would be intentional about okay, this Sunday after church, we're
0: going to this individual's house. Wasn't that <laughs> amazing? Amazing. Is there such thing as two words? It would be amazing. But let's take it a step further. Let's take it a step further. This young lady that, 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 that I'm about to bring up is very near and dear to my heart. Near and dear to my heart. I was there when they were doing these church plants. My, this is my sister-in-law, Jacqueline Taylor, our brother, James Taylor Jr., um, Pastor JT. He was on the podcast earlier, uh, maybe about, uh, about 18 months ago. But she had a very, very unique perspective on being a first lady. What does that mean? And what does that mean in the sense of culture? Now, I found that in Caucasian churches, we don't normally find that that first lady, as a as a statement, in African American churches, we do, and understanding the differences and why it's important um, to certain cultures is very, very unique. And I believe this is this will give you a totally different perspective. And I and, and I know you will get a ton of insight from this. So let's check out my sister, Jacqueline Taylor.
2: Ministry can never be predicated by a title, right? Just like mm-hmm. authenticity or integrity can't be predicated by a title. I can call you something, but that doesn't make you that, right? It doesn't exactly. even make you worthy of what I'm calling you, honestly. Um, being a pastor's wife is just um, a role that you find yourself in by default when your husband becomes a pastor. Any mm-hmm. woman who is married to a pastor is a pastor's wife, Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Ministry comes into play on different levels. Most times when you have pastors' wives, or a lot of times when you have pastors, wi- pastors, you have their wives that fall into a few different categories. You have the one who's like, babe, you got it. That's your thing. Do it. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the one who's like, mm, I don't really want to be a part of that, but you can do it. And I'm not telling you 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 can't do it. I feel you. Then you have those who are more on the end of you know what this is our thing we're doing this together how can I serve what can I do to make your load easier as a pastor and you know and be in involved in this ministry together and then that person 2.0 would be a woman kind of like myself where I'm was totally in there but then I also have a strong personal call to ministry myself so there's okay. something ministry related that on my own, outside of being my husband's wife, if I had never been my husband's wife, I would still be passionate about. So that's how I kind of break the difference between ministry and, and being a pastor's wife.
0: So when did they, first? So they, so right at that point, did they start calling you first lady?
2: Yes. When we, d- when we had our last church merger, and here's where it differentiates. When we started, when we planted our church, we were very small plants. And so everybody just called me Jackie. Cause, cause that's what I was like, Jackie, I'm not, not not doing this. Then our first church merger, we merged with a small, older Caucasian (laughs) congregation. So it was definitely Jackie and JT and it, which I was, I was cool with because I had been in a lot of multicultural spaces at that point. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. When we did our last church merger, which was a larger congregation, but the congregation was predominantly African-American and the membership was average, late 40s and up, that was first lady from the time I walked in the door. And from the time I walked in the door, I said, you don't have to call me first lady. Like Jackie is fine. And those women to this day will text me will hit me on Facebook and it's first lady such and such and such first lady such and such and such it doesn't bother me anymore it did for a while but I had to sit myself down and just kind of think about it think about it it, um, and then I got over it
0: what bothered you about it?
2: well I didn't want to be seen as someone who was unapproachable right and I didn't want this the things that I had seen which was you know that's First lady, you gotta talk to you know Sabrina and see if first see if you could go and talk to first lady. Or that's first lady, you know you don't don't move her stuff over two seats, or don't ask her to wait on the elevator because the pregnant lady is coming down the hallway. And you know, just there was this um, stigma in my mind that said Mm -hmm. I'm a step above you, and I just never wanted to be perceived that. You know, I there are so many elements of the respect, the honor, the family, the presence of the Black church that I
3: absolutely right. love. Right. But right.
2: what I don't love is the switch up. Yeah. Mm. Because yep. integrity says that you are who you are all the time. When somebody's exactly. watching, when someone is not watching. And I think that w- what titles have done um, in some instances is right. it makes people Feel like they can have an on and an off switch. Because mm, I'm a exactly. believer, I need to be a believer all the time. I need to carry myself. Right. As much. I don't need to, even as as the pastor's wife. I don't need to feel like okay, I got I got to turn it on because I'm with everybody, right. but as soon as church is over, whew, I can turn it, you know, I can turn it off. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a level yes. of appropriateness as a leader, because, you know, as a leader of anything, there's a level of appropriateness. Right. There's, there may be, that, not maybe, there definitely were times when I wasn't necessarily feeling Jay on a Sunday morning, I had to have a whole conversation with my face before I walked out into the sanctuary, you know what I mean? Because he is their leader. And my right, husband right. was their leader, but just that switch up what we have done and what we continue to do is to push people farther and farther away from authenticity and integrity hey Pastor Kayla do you know any churches that want to
0: get into podcasting I know a bunch but they don't know where to begin well did you tell them about the Tascam Mixcast 4 I told a few but let's talk about its features. Well, it has four microphone inputs. And you can take phone calls over your mobile device. You can use it with live stream platforms like Zoom. You can connect via Bluetooth. And it comes with sound pads for music and effects, like this. Huh, not bad. It's an all-in-one unit, which is small enough to fit in a messenger bag. So, pastors, go to your favorite retailer and pick up the Tascam Mixcast Four today. Yeah. Today. Yes, yes, yes. Wasn't that amazing? Uh, amazing. So, you know, her perspective is is unique, and I, and you know, the thing is, is like when you find unique people who've been in unique perspectives, uh, and 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 it enables you to 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 um get into their mind, get into their spirit and be, and be able to hear their heart in in these types of matters. A lot of times, you, these, normally this is two separate people. You know, this is a, a unique scenario and, um, you know, church planting, especially in this day and age, is super important. Um, being a local church is super important. But also being able to talk to the next generation. Let's listen to Pastor Moses
1: David. Usually, man, I, I first of all show them to a certain extent that what it is I want to bring them into that I can do it myself, right? So there's, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then showing kind of the excellence of how it's done because that's what usually attracts, like, they don't come if they, they like that, man, I ain't, I, ain't go, I, yo, I don't yo, know what you doing you know, over sun there. Is,
0: yo, son is whack, yo, I don't know what you're talking about. What you I, but we, exactly. when, when it's Blaze, and, yes. it's un, and it's undeniable, right, and it's like, when I say undeniable, like, yo, that's, you get that, oh yes,
1: yo, that's crazy. And then once that happens, they, I connect them and in, in the, so, you know how in the, in the, Traditionally in the church, this is what happens. Um, these are folks that maybe have been in for a while, but they'll say, you know, if you really want to raise up good leaders and you really want to test and see where they're at, and get them, they'll say, make them lay down everything. Take it from them,
0: mm.
1: right? So I know that's a, I know that's a, you know, I know that's a method that, that's used and can be used. Um, but what I found in the years of me doing this with young people, can't do that with them because where they're coming from, no one, a lot of times, have ever affirmed them, paid attention to what they do. Some of their parents don't even know the gifts they got. And not because they just want to be mean parents, because they're working, dog. They're trying to survive. Right. By the time they get home, they're like, baby, I wish, I so wish I could have been here, but I got to get my mind ready for the ball. They come in for a moment and they get pulled right back because. Whatever that passion is, no one is cultivating it. Right, it. You know what I mean. Right, pointing in the right direction. None of that. And when you do that, I'm telling you, you win them. Because for one, you're spending time; they see that. Two, you're actually noticing something that they have a heart for. So you know that's another way you're winning them. Once they see that you're for them, then you can speak anything into them. Right. But they got to have that season of where you're loving, mm-hmm. you're, you see what I'm saying? Right. All of that. And I, I've known it to work, man. I've seen it. I've done it with the best of them, the hardest of the hard and the softest of the soft.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: don't
1: matter which one they come from. That method is so effective to the point where then a lot of time they want the correction because they know. But are you going to see me first? That's, that's, right. that's what they're... Right. Are you gonna see right. first. Right. Or are you gonna correct me right off the bat? I had uh there was just a few handful of people that uh, came along with me. It was it was it was definitely a, a venture, right? And we <laughs> realized, and even myself, man, I, I I people were volunteering and coming, but <clears throat> Man, I was putting out fires left and right. And this is what I mean by this. Okay, oh, yeah, please explain. <laughs> people have a heart to do. And they and they, and they they like, yes, I want to do this. So they show up. But when they realize, see, and I kept telling them when people come, y'all, this ain't church kids. These kids are on the street. So I need you to have them. Top oh, the yes. Save less. So they coming in with thinking it's going to be one way like a church youth group. And I was telling this is not a church youth group. These, these are street kids. So they coming in wanting to regulate a certain way. And I realized, oh my God, some people are just gonna need to track it right Yes, yes, yes.
0: So if you want to hear the full episodes of these of these illustrious guests, um, for Jacqueline Taylor, it's episode number 34. For Moses David, it's episode number 95. And for Stephen Summers, it's episode number 24. So go check that out. Go go listen to the full episodes. I'll say it like we always say it. Keep God first in everything you do. And we will see you next time on the Church Sound
1: Podcast.